Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Presenting Orson Welles as the third man. The lives of Harry Lyme. The fabulous stories of the immortal character originally created in the motion picture The Third Man with zither music by Anton Karras. was the shot that killed Harry Lyme. He died in a sewer beneath Vienna. As those of you know who saw the movie The Third Man. Yes, that was the end of Harry Lyme. But it was not the beginning. Harry Lyme had many lives. And I can recount all of them. How do I know? Very simple. Because my name is Harry Lyme. I was down on my luck, way down, scraping the bottom. A couple of deals had fallen through, and I found myself in Paris with a lot of time on my hands and only the price of a beer in my pocket. I was spending my time and the money at Fouquet's, not because the beer is any cheaper at Fouquet's, but because when you meet a nicer class of people, and besides, they let you read the newspapers free. So I was reading a newspaper, and I came on the advertisement. One of those classified ads in the personal column was addressed to Harry Lyme. Harry Lyme being me, I read on with some interest. There was no signature, no address. Mr. Harry Lyme, it said, will find a business opportunity of an extremely profitable nature in the city of Tangier. Now, I might have thought this was one of the boys trying to hustle me out of Paris or just trying to be funny, except that the advertisement mentioned the city of Tangier. Now, why Tangier? There are very few places in the world I haven't been to, and Tangier just happened at the time to be one of them. Also, Tangier, as everybody knows, is full of money, and I, I couldn't imagine anybody wanting to send me there right in the heart of the free gold area where every second address is a bank and every second person's an international operator just, just for a gag. Probably more chances in Tangier to grab a fast buck than you'll find in the world today. So I'm inclined to take the ad a little seriously. Of course, it might have been a police trap. There are cops in countries all over the globe busy looking for me. Some of them are just sharp enough to try to pull me in on a queer come-on like that. But the truth is that 
One of the only cities left where they don't happen to want me for what's known as questioning is the port of Tangier. That's what sold me. There's just one complication. My beer was finished, and with it, my financial resources. How to raise the price of the ticket. as Harry Lyme, the third man, in today's story, Ticket to Tangier. While I was brooding about how to raise the price of the ticket to Tangier, my eye happened to wander down the personal column of the newspaper, and a little below the advertisement addressed to me was this. Gentlemen traveling to Tangier. A visit to the desk of the porter at the Lancaster Hotel on Rue de Berry will repay any businessman planning a visit to Tangier who can whistle a certain tune. Well, of course, that didn't have to be Harry Lye, but there's a song I'm fond of, one I've been whistling for years. Anybody who knew about me might know about that song anyway. What could I lose? Went over to the hotel and approached the concierge. Uh, bonjour. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, monsieur. Uh, what can I do for you? Well, I don't quite know that you can do anything. You happen to read the Paris edition of the Herald Tribune? Uh, no, monsieur. I prefer to follow the news in my own language. But we have copies of the paper you mentioned for sale. Uh, no, 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 thanks. I've seen it. Perhaps monsieur is calling for someone in the hotel, uh, one of the guests. Whom shall I announce? Uh, Harry Lyme. Perhaps I should have asked you first who it is you are coming to see. Now, that I couldn't tell you. Just tell me this. Do you like to whistle... I am a lover of music, monsieur, but I do not whistle, no. As a young lad, however, in the orchestra of my school, I was considered quite proficient on the bassoon. Uh, well, try this on your bassoon. <whistles> ah, yes, of course. I, I have something for you, Mr. Lyme, here. Oh, thanks, thanks very much. Yes, it's addressed to me, all right, but that's all there is on the envelope, just my name. I wonder... Would it be asking too much if I asked you to tell me who this is from? Monsieur, it would be asking too much. Oh, okay, okay, old man. Thanks, anyway. I wish I could give you something for your trouble, but I forgot my wallet this morning. Uh, that was anticipated, monsieur. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, everything, monsieur, has been taken care of. Everything? Uh, yes, monsieur. That is the word, I believe. Everything. In the envelope was an airline ticket for Tangier, 50,000 francs in nice fresh notes, and the following letter. My dear Mr. Lyme, when you arrive in Tangier, go immediately to the El Mirador Hotel, where a suite is reserved for you. After you've dined, go to a cabaret called the Kabbalah. Wait there for instructions. Excuse me, Monsieur Lyme. Uh, oh, yes, Porter, is anything wrong? Uh, nothing is wrong, Monsieur, but it is 2.45, and your plane leaves early at 3.15. Oh, okay, old man, okay. I'm on my way. Just, uh... Call me a cab, oh, would no you please? No need for that, monsieur. A limousine has been ordered for you. It is waiting at the door. It 
very pleasant trip with a very, uh, very, very attractive hostess on board. Are you quite comfortable, Mr. Lyons? Oh, yes, I'm, I'm fine, thanks. Isn't there anything you like? Well, I'd like to know what you're doing tonight after we land. I mean, wouldn't you like some more coffee or maybe a pillow? I know what you mean, and you know what I meant. Tangier is a very interesting city. First, there's the Arabs and the Caspar and all that, and then there's the modern European city. It's an international port, of course, with 14 different countries in control, but of course you know that. Yes, yes, I've heard tell. I guess you're making fun of me. You're a businessman. You've probably been to Tangier many times. Well, let me take that up point by point. I'm not a businessman. I've never been to Tangier, and I wouldn't dream of making fun of you. Just answer me one question. I go back on a return flight at six in the morning, Mr. Lyon, and I'm sleeping. You haven't answered the question. Besides, my name isn't Mr. Lyon. Oh, that's what it says on the manifest. My name is Harry. Have you ever been to a nightclub in Tangier called the Kabbalah? Why, yes, I have. You have what? Yes, I have, Harry. It's a nice nightclub? It's the best in town. That's good. Glad you like it. I've reserved a table for us, okay? Fasten your safety belt. We're coming in. You know something? What? You're one of the few girls outside of Havana I ever danced with who knows anything at all about the Roomba. I learned it in Havana. That almost explains it. What do you mean, almost? Okay, you learned to dance in Havana, and so do lots of other people. Okay, you're a hostess on an airline. You're very good-looking, and there are lots of good-looking hostesses that dance the Roomba, but they don't dance that well. And none of them are this beautiful. No, I, I don't know what I mean by almost, but... Really, you know, you're almost too good to be true. No, I'm not so good. That's good. You don't even know my name. Yes, I do. I have a sign on the door of the cockpit, the plane that says Captain T.R. Stevenson, co-pilot J. O'Brady, air hostess P. Smith. So that's your name, isn't it? P. Smith. May I call you P? P is for Patsy. Okay, we'll settle for that. Shall we sit down? That champagne ought to be cold enough by now. It's awfully close in here. Why don't we forget the champagne and take a walk outside? Oh, wonderful. I'll just pay the check. Uh, don't bother. It's been taken care of. What do you mean? The check has been paid. Now, look, look here, old girl. We, we can't have that. You're my guest, remember. Besides, I'm the male in the party, and I have my pride. I'm sorry, Harry. It's all taken care of. Come on. Good night, Mama Dan. Good night. Good night, monsieur. Good night. Good night. Uh, Patsy, I'm going to take something back. What's that, Harry? One little word. What's the word? Almost. I don't understand you. Well, I used it describing you, but it doesn't fit. The word almost could never be applied to you. Whatever you are, that's what you are completely. You couldn't be almost anything. You're wrong, Harry. Almost is just the word for me. Among other things, I'm almost very rich. You must be if you treat all your boyfriends to champagne. Mm, you're a special case. We won't argue about that, Patsy. I'm a special case, but... What's an airline hostess get paid? Enough to treat her boyfriends to champagne, even the special cases like me? No, no, Patsy, it doesn't make sense. You say you're rich. I said I'm almost rich. Well, then you must be almost stupid. What do you mean? Well, if I was almost rich, I wouldn't be working for my living at all. I wouldn't be found on an airplane unless I wanted to get someplace. I said I was almost rich, Harry, and that's what I meant. That doesn't mean I have little money or enough money. It means I have to work for my living. I took this job to pay the rent and... Also because it brings me twice a week to Tangier. What do you like about Tangier? A lot of international lawyers and 
private banks with streets full of American cars and grimy characters in nightshirts. Not very beautiful. As far as I can see, it's a kind of Switzerland with Arabs. No, but it is beautiful, Harry, if you know the right places. Let me show you. Right. Taxi! You know the Villa Mughetti? The Villa Mughetti? Ah, yes, mademoiselle. Mademoiselle means the great palace on the hill. I know it well. Good. Get in, Harry. I'm going to show you how beautiful Tangier can be. The cab twisted and turned its tortuous way through the native quarter, and then pretty soon we were out in the country. We were climbing steadily, I noticed, and passing beautiful villas, homes of rich expatriates who come to live in this strange little international settlement of Tangier, where you don't even have to register with your consulate, and nobody pays any income taxes at all. I think I neglected to mention that Patsy was beautiful. And if I did, believe me, I was understating the situation. She had gray eyes and that clear, powdery gold hair that makes you think of the ashes of angels' wings. I've known an awful lot of girls, but none of them I've ever laid eyes on would have given Patsy a worried moment. There may be better-looking airplane hostesses, but if there are, they're working for airlines on another planet. As we climbed up to the moon-bright hills over Tangier, I forgot completely the strange business which had brought me there, the advertisement in the paper, the airline ticket, and all the rest of it. I didn't care why I'd been sent for to Tangier. I didn't care who'd done it or what he wanted from me. I adore kissing you. You do it very well. But we've come to our destination. Oh, so we have. Anyway, the cab stopped. When did that happen? About five minutes ago. Where are we? Well, there's the bay below us. Oh, very pretty it looks, too, with all the lights and moon on the water. No, not, not now, Harry. Please. You're very impatient. Now let's get out. Why, it's nice in here. It's nicer in the house. And that enormous place? Mm -hmm. Anyways, some kind of private mansion, it must be. I sure we'll be welcome. Here, you take the key. The key? You mean... That's what I mean. You're my guest. Yes, but, but how? You've been my guest all along. Gentleman traveling to Tangier, a visit to the desk. But I, what, what do you, you mean? You whistled a tune, didn't you? Well, how do you know about it? I had a friend once who told me how fond you've always been of no, that music. No, I mean, how do you know about the ad in the paper? I ought to know. I paid for it. And my plane ticket. I got a reduction from the airline. Come in, Harry. Here's a flashlight. I've got something to show you. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.